0: all right all right so topic right now is systematic oppression so for those who don't understand the basics of it right um and i'm not looking at the dictionary i'm not looking at anything else so for those who don't understand the base i'm gonna throw it down to you in as simple as a simple way as possible to be oppressed is to be without any sort of power or control over anything to feel like you are inferior to another class of humans or another ethnic group of humans because of a social construct that was put in place a long time ago and has just been enforced ever since them ever since then and that continues to leave everybody oppressed systematic is something that is system-wide and is and will always be there. And that's the end of it. It's there. There. Um, so put those together. You have a. How do I say this? It's a system built on the presidents of demeaning and undermining everybody that isn't a straight white man. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. <laughs> Is it a straight white male? To make sure that this country i mean not to make sure this country but to make sure everything goes in their favor so that there's no quote unquote mishaps going on with it so today i have on here this is just a short segment recorded at like seven o'clock in the morning i don't know why i'm up so early i don't know what time i gotta be to work but i gotta go take care of some business later on side note um but with me today is the mighty, the mighty Quintez Tarantino. Say hi to the people, Quintez. Hey
1: everybody, how y'all doing today? It's early. We were supposed to do the podcast sooner, but he has a busy schedule, I has a busy schedule. It's like we you know, you say?
0: I mean, you know, honestly, that, that's just how it is. Uh, but, just kind of... Give, I don't know, just give your perspective on um, what systematic oppression is. Systematic, in my opinion,
1: it's keeping, you know, not just black people, but people, but the lower class in general to, it's just basically keeping them under a thumb to the point where they can control you in just a snap of a finger and it doesn't have to deal with you know it deals with a lot with racism um economic structures um how much you make what you look like it it goes a lot into it um a bunch of things like okay for economics you could be making 10 bucks an hour and your witness 800 dollars you only park or you full time but they cut back hours so now you're only getting like 25 hours a week you used to be getting 40 hours a week now you got hour cutbacks and that bill's piling up because you're not getting as much hours as you used to and the rent is so high and the reason why they do it is to push us away from the city towards the county so they can start bringing more of excuse me, the upperclassmen towards the city, bringing them, trying to get them out of their county, bringing them towards the city. Um, You see how they did downtown St. Louis, you know, it's kind of looking a little bit, I don't know if you guys have been downtown recently, uh, it's looking ahead of a lot like New York.
0: Agreed, agreed.
1: Um, I was down there a few weeks ago, was, you know, um, forgot who I was with, but You can see that they're trying to make downtown predominantly upper class or white. Because literally when you go downtown, you may, you may see about two, three, maybe five brothers, sisters. But whenever you turn around, it's nothing but a white folk. And they raised, they're raising rent so high and you know in a downtown they had to put they said store moving people back towards the inner inner city of St. Louis. Um, for example, my rent seventh I'm not making as much as I used to because um I'm doing classes so I had to cut back my hours and it's kinda having my paychecks look a little funny but I'm
0: managing. All right, same here, same here. I had to uh, go and and... Co- I mean, my hour cutback is not as significant as yours because I've seen that, and that's kind of goes into the allotted amount of uh, institutional, in, yeah, institutional oppression, which is also called systematic oppression. Uh, so it's just basically a way to keep people under lock and key, based off either a social economical, or a uh, social economical cultural or interpersonal level of oppression. So, the main one we're focusing on this morning is the institutional oppression, or what is called systematic oppression. As Quintez uh, explain it's basically, I, I want to say, a way to keep the rich rich and whoever doesn't make pretty much.
1: And you know, it's getting ridiculous because it's been going on for like over a century now. I don't know how longer than that, been going on for over a century. For as long as I've known it, it, it's been going on. From the time they took us from Africa and us here as slaves, because be honest, I mean, no matter how many people won't believe it, we really built this country. All these nice, fancy houses you see that's been going on, that's been here since 1800, we built it. Fun fact, Missouri was the last state to end slavery.
0: I mean, that's, that ain't even a fun fact. That is, like... historical fact Um, and that's just because and that's something I'll probably get into on the latest day but racism runs deep into Missouri right and it it still does it runs deep in everywhere but it runs especially deep in Missouri because they were considered a slave state for so long that it's just something that was endowed in them so they just feel like it's something that should be continued Um, the systematic oppression started in america around like the 16 1700s but all over the world has been here since time immoral where you have i mean you've seen it in like the grecian empires and the roman empires and the ming dynasty the the zing the xing dynasty and every pretty much era in human history where you see that there's a person that's at the top or a family that's at the top the monarchy and they're the most powerful and influential people in that nation or in that state or whatever what have you and those people are put at such a high pedestal that everything everybody and every like pretty much everyone beneath them does not matter to them um for like a, a prime example of this is goes back to like the start of communism so during world war one um just quick history lesson to you during World War I, it got so bad for Russia that they had to revolt. Everybody had to revolt. The middle class, the poor class, everybody revolted against the Tsar and his family, thus ending their lives. Because of the fact that things were so hectic and so compl- like convoluted and complex. And they basically just got thrown and in, thrusted into a war that they were not a, financially stable enough to prepare for. And B, were not prepared for So many soldiers lost their lives for no apparent reason because they were either mismanaged, uh, had mismanaged funds, didn't have enough funds, couldn't afford shoes, couldn't afford food, clothes is ripped. And it's, it, you have to understand, Russia is actually one of the coldest places on earth besides Antarctica. So having none of those essential things meant that they were all pretty much dead from the jump. And it, it got to a point where it was so tiring as you seen that middle class and like lower class were just cannon fodder. It's like, oh, we don't need these people anymore. They're useless. Go ahead and kill. Them.
1: No, it's fine,
0: exactly. So, and while I'll say this, communism isn't the best thing because it's, but it's it was something that worked, right? So. It does, that's a whole nother topic, but it's something that worked and got everybody out of that form of systematic oppression because the oppression was still there. That uh, systematic oppression was still there even after communism was implemented because you always have a certain level of control given to a group of people. By this point, it was the government. So anybody who has governed basically can govern over a group of people, will find a way to oppress said people. Um, For a good example of this, as as Quintez mentioned earlier, slavery. Slavery was a system built to basically destroy an ever-growing field of prosperity. Um, It wasn't out of jealousy. It wasn't out of spite. It was purely out of the satisfaction of conquering. And it's still to this day that systematic oppression is nothing but conquering a war. Like, I could I put it in the consensus of conquering a warring nation and subjugating them all to your rule. Under your rules, under your laws, under your sentiments and everything. So it just... like
1: Now, um, with Trump having the government shut down and constantly shutting down and bringing it back up, it 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 falls into of oppression too because there's a lot of people that depends on government wages and not just people that get food stamps, social security, disability. It's people that work for the government and that's not getting paid. Um, I had a friend, me I on all the talk for I don't know what reason. I'm not gonna get off into that. Um, she works for the government in Kansas City, and, and when the government shut down. They were working but weren't getting paid. And she was panicking. She didn't know how she was going to pay her bills, how to feed her kids, how to keep a roof over her head. Like, that follows a systematic oppression too, because you took money for somebody's mouth, and now they got to figure out how they're going to take care of themselves. Because, <laughs> as I said, a lot of people depend on this government. So you know, a lot of people think, oh, why don't they just get a Not everybody can get a job. Some people have disabled children they have to take care of and tend to. who requires 24-7 attention. Oh, get a babysitter. Again, not a lot of babysitters know how to handle special children. And who has that type of money to be trying to pay bills, a high, a high rent, and a babysitter
0: who's charging you by the hour. I know I don't. Not saying I have children, but you get my point. I mean, for I mean, just strictly off the being a person who has children, it is very stressful. Um, and just kind of going through that, just to try to meet like to make ends meet is is very stressful. It's stress inducing. It makes a very toxic home and it just keeps everybody oppressed. And it keeps so as, as a quick reminder, if you are a person who has children and you work, yo, like you work hard. I almost said it, but you work hard and you work you work really really hard and you just do all these long hours, you work 60 plus hours and you're still barely making it. When you have children, they see that. They see their mommy struggling and they see their mommy's doing this. So then they go off and do different things, especially with the internet being such a viral thing and very something that gets you and it can propel you into the stratosphere and get you all these sponsors and all this money and pretty much everything else. They run to that or they run to the streets to try to keep everything from piling over. And that's just the see and that also feeds into the institutionalism of uh oppression. So you make it to where the only way that you can sustain anything in this economy is to do something illegal. You know it's blatantly illegal because the law says it's illegal and they change the laws so frequently that you really don't know what's illegal and what's not anymore. So they give you a starting line, they give you the finish line, and you run and you run and you run and you run and you you get to the finish line and you think that you're there and then they raise then they move the finish line at the last second. Then you keep running and you keep running and then they do it again and you keep running. That's pretty much what systematic oppression is in a nutshell they make a line they give you the rules they give you the laws they change said laws so that it benefits them and destroys you and then they keep doing it and then they keep doing it until somebody says something about it or somebody revolts about it or for any type just for lack of better words we just go full-on revolutionary war part two yeah and to add on to it like like he said with the
1: women and giving the sponsorships Women are more likely to get more help than they are for um, give me hold on pause one second. You no, know, mother could have just went MIA or passed away during birth whatever, etc. etc. Then he goes out to seek help. You think he's gonna get that help?
0: Nope. He goes out and nope. They're gonna tell him, well, I mean Get your job,
1: and for it's hard to get a job, but especially a good paying job and full time with good benefits. Extremely hard to get. One way you can get that is if you have some type of college degree.
0: And even then, that doesn't work all the time because, as you seen, most people go to college for six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve years at times. They get this degree, they get this doctorate, they get the phd and all this other stuff and then you know what to so them, they end up back at square one because now you have student loans that have piled up now you owe the government now you owe the government 16 point about ten ten thousand dollars and you're still burning making ends meet pretty much pretty much
1: and you know you sit up here struggling trying to pay your bills pay off your student wages and the messed up part about it is when you die your family has to pay your student wages. So, imagine you have kids, you know, they come off, go off, and be successful, or they're struggling. Now, the depth that you live, they now have to take care of them. And typically, it's hard. Like, it, 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 typically, in my opinion, I think it falls on the oldest child because that you being the oldest, it gives you more responsibility. So, it's just like, hey, your dad passed away or your mom, um, they owe us four more thousand dollars in debt. We would like our money back. It's now your debt. Although you didn't go to school. You might have got to a trade. You might have took up construction when you was in or whatever, whatever you was doing. Now, you have to try to make pay your bills to take care of your children. How with this four thousand dollar debt your dad left behind?
0: I mean, that's just the, the cyclical nature of how um, systematic oppression is. So, again, it's like they change the rules so often that it just is hard to win. Um, they say go to college. that gives you a better future. But then once you get to college, it's just nothing but hard grinding and work and trying to keep people away from you and try to keep yourself from either falling into a... Detrimental attitude of just drinking, popping pills, and being a party girl for the first two years or being a a square, quote unquote, and not having any social interactions. And then once you go through this time period and you're just like, okay, I'm done with it now, now you have to go out and search for a job. And these jobs are they have certain limitations to it. So, like in corporate America, for example. You wanted to get a job being a stockbroker, so stockbrokers roughly make around like I don't know, uh, they make a good amount of money. I'm not gonna ballpark estimate. I say just give an example, like fifty thousand a year, right? Or fifty thousand plus a year, depending on how many stocks that you can broker, whatever. Um, So that basically states that I mean, just kind of give you a breakdown of it, right? Fifty thousand dollars a year, spit up. Split over a twelve-year period is actually not that much. So people will hear that and be like, "Oh, that's a lot of money. That's a, ooh, that's a real lot of money." When in reality,
1: yeah, but it's not really a lot because believe it or not, you can spend that in the blink of an
0: eye. Exactly. So, like a simple breakdown of it, you're getting four thousand one hundred and sixty-six dollars a month so factor in the fact like just just factor in just common necessities including rent um water electric sewer gas um, trash. trash then that's just the main things you have to worry about and those prices skyrocket they hit lows they go up they go down they're never legit the same then on the other hand you have like child care you have uh knees of your child clothes Shoes, um, for yourself, food, you have like all car payments, you have like so many different things to do with this four thousand dollars that it just it's going as soon as you get it. So
1: you, yeah, and you know nothing has to cut you off. Mm-hmm. So not only that, you gotta pay for your child's lunch because obviously you know you making four thousand dollars a month, you know, your child's not getting.
0: It. Of course, of course, and then kind of even going to past that um the the government gives you a false sense of hope and that's also leads into uh, a deeper form of systematic oppression so the overbearingness of like what child support and spousal support is is just a way to to destroy the uh, middle class and lower class even more so they put in a clause in there that says you have to pay this X amount of child support. This is the amount that's set without your knowledge and goes based off how much you make for a one-time thing. So, if you make... Oh, let you not
1: pay it. And be behind on a few payments. Maybe, maybe you're out of You know what's going to happen? They're not going to... It's just a man effect. And send a cop to your house to come along send you to jail for a few months to get them money, boom, you're right back out. And a job of you that, that exact same day. Now you're in jail and you because you you fell behind your aimmates. Not entirely your fault. You could got laid off. Your job could have just been misunderstanding of your image. Which a lot of jobs her. And now they, now they got rid of you because you can no longer do what they need you. I don't
0: know you cutting out a little bit. Kid, you hear me now? Yeah.
1: Okay, so. Miss me so on.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, so I don't know if you
1: guys heard me. Like I said, another way to keep a, the systematic press keeps people down, the way falls with child support is you fall behind on a few payments, they send a cop, they solve a matter in the warrant for your arrest. I've seen it done with my dad before. He fell behind on a few payments because he couldn't get a job. Um, they just send They just simply lock you up because you're not pay, you're not able to pay them. And you know your child's mother is getting all this help from the government, and the government wants their money back. They're not just going to give it to you for free. They're like, well, okay, here's ten thousand dollars. Go take care of your family. Let's hit those dollars that just gave you. shout support to the, to the baby's father, and the father could be the best father in the world. Did you take care?
0: Nope. I mean, case. Well, I am gonna use my own personal example for this. So recently, I fell behind on old child support payments. I am gonna get a little personal with this one, but it kind of goes it goes along with it. So in July of twenty eighteen, I felt so discontent with the position that I was in life that I just just left. Just didn't go back to my job. I was so frustrated with what I was with the way I was. I was so frustrated with how I was. And I just, and I was depressed. So just get off that, get off the top. I was depressed, and I hadn't dealt with the death of my father properly. So I was going through things. But did you think that Target or Sam's Club actually cared about that? Nah. You had to be there on a day-to-day basis. Even though I was a two-hour bus ride away, I was constantly late on certain days because, hey, public transportation. I can't control that so I just up and left, so that was the last time, mean, I'm looking at my payment history over on, because you could you can find this stuff online, so I look at my payment history for child support, and the last time that my children received any type of support was on July, actually August the 3rd or somewhere around that, and they received like $16, um, and that's just because it was taken out of my check and my bank account, and I didn't have anything, because I had to Basically, do a whole bunch of things. So, granted, I put myself in a situation, but I had to do this so I could build myself back up. So, regardless of that, I'm getting letters now. So, all, September goes by. Oh, you owe three seventy one. All right, cool. I still don't have a job. I'm out here looking. I'm out here looking, looking, looking. Hey, I need to get a job. I'm calling people. I'm putting in applications. I'm calling people. I'm putting in applications. Nothing happens. No moves. been busted next month uh october uh hey we need this money dot 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 and i'm like damn i don't have it so i just ignore it i keep ignoring it so the price keeps going up keeps going up so fast forward i get a job in november I'm still not paying it because i don't make enough to actually pay it or I, I need to get my feet on the ground a little bit before i start going back and paying it so and then I'm just highly anticipating things. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I just get my taxes on my pale Grant and then just pay it from there. But then other things came up, and it's, it's a whole bunch of crazy stuff, man. So we go from that to where I'm at now. And then from where I'm at now, I currently owe child support that's equals up to, like, 1900 So I still owe $2,000 worth of child support. It's just at the beginning of this month, I owe 2500 And the legit thing about it and the dumb thing about it is the fact that child support isn't where it even all ends because the TANF system kicks in as if if the mother doesn't get child support and the mother cannot get child support if she's on TANF and basically TANF is temporary assistance for needy families you know what that is? It's a bunch of fucking bull... oh, ah sorry, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of stuff that is written on some paper and typed in on the computer that says that if you, yourself, as a man, cannot sustain your children, no matter what, no matter what, it just could be you got fired, it could be layoffs, cutbacks, things like that. It doesn't matter. The government is going to assist your children, right? So if they assist your children, you now owe them money on top of only child support. So you have to pay for both. So. In reality, and I had them break it down to me in the simplest form because I didn't really needed to understand this. In reality, I only owe about $800 of back child support. The rest of that is TANF payments. And as Ted said before, you can be arrested for it. Um, after you reach like $5,000 a warrant for arrest go, goes out, goes into effect. And I think that's like... If you miss a whole year also it goes into effect, but there's just there's something weird about it. And it, it's always been something off about the system to me because it just keeps everybody from keeps everybody in this oppressed form. And and the restriction of having it done, having it there for eighteen years with no hope of ever getting off of it, you get no bone thrown at you. Like they've laxed up on it a little bit as years gone by, but it's still the same stuff. Still, the same things that keep you under, keep you from actually trying to be successful in life. It keeps you in the lower class because they will not help you by lowering the amount of payments. They will not help you by giving you leave way or letting you be able to do this or wait until you find another job. There's no way that that is a possibility. These people are there to—they're bill collectors. They do not care about your personal. Or physical, emotional, or spiritual health, well-being, or what have you. They want their money. And if you do not have their money, you will be arrested. Thus, putting you into the system. And when you're in the system, it's hard to get out the system. As Ted said earlier, once you go to jail, it's extremely hard to come out of jail and get a job. Most people see jail time. You've been in prison maybe three months. They see that as you have done something extremely wrong. And they put every criminal, quote-unquote... In the same bubble, whether you went to jail for, like... To
1: ask something, mm-hmm. the messed the part about this is child molesters get jobs quicker than a person that did an assault, a robbery, a uh, shot a person. It could have been a self for the matter what you did. Now, I'm not the one to really get off into that topic because it's really a topic because there's no telling what happened in a person's life, causing the struggles and stuff like that. Right. You know, but, you know, it's kind of funny that they get jobs quicker than the person went to jail for like a few months for that. Like, oh, they deserve a second chance. Okay, yeah, I agree. Because who knows who's the reason? I don't know the person, the girl, the young lady could have lied and said he touched her. Reality, he never even laid a hand on her.
0: Why this is true?
1: that while she's being a young lady, they're gonna take her word over his. And now he's doing 10 to 15. It's a crime he never committed. As soon as he get out, okay, you're out, you're free to go. Accept that shit, etc. Oh you're not the, the Sex offender. Not like any sex offender, child sex offender. Which means if you have children, you can no longer see your children. If you have nieces and nephews,
0: you can always see your nieces and
1: nephews. Yep. So And it just messes up a person and it's messed up how they mess up your name. Now you're with a offender for I don't know how
0: long. For some years. I mean,
1: you said how many
0: years? I said for some years. I, I don't know the specifics of it, but it, it's I think it's about 10, 15 years or something like that.
1: Now you're, you're a sex offender. Oh, and everybody's going to look at that person funny because what they tend to head is you attack some little girl, some sweet, innocent little girl. But half the time the girls are not so innocent, though. Um, They sometimes manipulate the situation. Now you're in trouble because they're manipulating the situation to their favor whatever reason they want to. Maybe it's for the attention. Maybe they're bored. Whatever reason they're manipulating the situation for, it's the reason that person's getting ready to do ten and fifteen hard time. like I said it's messed up how they messes up your name on whether well, if you're a sex offender convicted felt like my dad. Um the reason why he gonna pay his child support payments because when he was convicted, feeling with no high school education, he dropped out, I think when he was a sophomore, because as he used to say, I thought I was too cool for school. So he said, I dropped out, so running the streets, um, not joining the gang. Got arrested for, got arrested a few times. Never been to the penitentiary. Never one says he been to the penitentiary. And he, my dad has the long list of accolades he's done in his past. And each one, he's always gotten by by hair. He's done a couple months, got out, workhouse, couple months, got out, probation, got out, um, house arrest. He's never once been to the pen. Um, right now, he's currently in a psych ward in pharmacy for the Criminy Insane. He's not crazy or anything like that. It's just that. He was offered some gas money to take a person somewhere, and the situation turned sideways. And
0: yeah, by association. He
1: had to go get by association. Now, there's one person who ratted them out, and I hate that person's guts for this. I know hate's a strong word, but I felt like if you're cool with this person, and my my dad had no knowledge of what was going on. He didn't know that he was gonna go rob a wobble wobble rings or whatever right and by association it was my dad who was the, apparently according to them he was the getaway driver my dad had no knowledge of what was going on but it's just that one person's free and the other two are locked up and the one and the one person that's locked up besides my dad it was three people in the car my dad his friend his friend's nephew his friend is out. His nephew's going doing like 15 to 17 years or maybe 11. I'm not sure. For a robbery. Nah. The nephew told the judge he had nothing to do with it. He had no idea what was going on. It was all me. Did the judge care about that? Nope. They see his back history. Hey, look at him. You did all this. You've never been to the pen. He told the judge, no, your honor. Y'all want to go, y'all don't want to send
0: them to the pennies, teach them a lesson. What type of lesson are you sending somebody, Are you teach somebody when you basically subjecting them to slavery? No,
1: that's
0: a good question. That's just real talk. People want to just try to say that, um, A, racism does not exist, or B, slavery does not exist. Check the the uh, definition for the emancipation, pro- uh, emancipation. I just want you to know that. So emancipation, in a nutshell, is relinquishing rights for something to from one institution to another. Proclamation is basically the declaration of whatever you want to state. So in a nutshell, the emancipation proclamation and the 13th Amendment basically said that we will no longer treat you as slaves we would treat you as human beings unless you get incarcerated and then once you get incarcerated you are no longer a a law abiding citizen you are a slave from henceforth doing what i say you want, need to do when i say it it was a tonal shift of slavery from a financial from a purely public financial Uh, standpoint to a purely private financial standpoint and then going and it it all boils down to the system of oppression because now you see that there's a distinct pipeline between school and prison and I don't know when this started becoming a thing but you see as people drop out of school because again let me just bring it back full circle your mother has been working 60 hours a week she's not at home She realistically has not a lot of time to spend with you to nurture and care for you so now you're looking out for anything you're looking out for your little brothers and sisters and you're looking for any opportunity to make a quick buck so on top of this you're in school you really don't care about being in school you really don't want to be there you're Thinking, oh, I'm gonna be a class clown, I'm gonna goof around, and all these other things, or I'm gonna find the nearest group of gang members. We're gonna go out here and make this good, this quick money, so I can help out my people, to help out my brother and sister with getting the newest Jordans, to help out my mother with paying the bills. So now that you're inside of this, this gang mentality, you're inside of this, um, this illegal mindset. Now you're going to go to jail a couple times. You're gonna to go to jail a few times, get some tattoos. Build up your rap sheet, right? And then th- this is where it comes full circle. You build up your little rap sheet. You get a little pinch of murder one here. Not even murder one. You get a pinch of theft, pinch of assault, pinch of this, pinch of that. And then it just all comes together as this well seasoned big sentence that comes at you when you do something major. And it could not have, it may have not been your fault. You could have just been. No
1: what falls upon that another thing. You know, a lot of young adults, you know, black males and white males will preferly black males love to go to social media and post drugs and the weapons. Illegal drugs, illegal weapons. Now you now the police is gonna start watching you. See how you move, see what you're doing, how you doing it. You might not think they're watching you, but oh they watch it.
0: Oh yeah. So okay, you want to know the funniest thing, right? So police catfish every criminal on the internet. They make they grab the baddest females picture from wherever it could be Instagram, it could be Google, wherever it's at. They're gonna put that as an Instagram po- like put that as an Instagram profile, post a bunch of these pictures. Dot dot dot. You know brothers don't ever pay attention to the aesthetics of it all, but they are gonna post these pictures. They're going to come up to you. They're going to hop in your DMs. They're going to see what you're doing. You never turn your location off. So you're going to always have your location on. So they're always going to know where you're at. They're going to pretend to be this female. They're going to get all the information they need from you. They're going to come swoop you up. And at the end of the day, you're going to be wondering who snitched on you. You snitched on yourself. That's number one. Number two, you literally set yourself up for failure. The only true way to break the cycle of systematic oppression is to be educated in the ways of the oppressor. To beat the oppressor, you must be, well not be the oppressor, but to beat the oppressor, you must educate yourself like the oppressor. And this this doesn't always work in general, but in certain instances, this can be informative. So, just based off of everything we've talked today, cause we're running on 40 minutes and I'm, thinking, <laughs> I gotta go, gotta shoot out in a minute. So, um, I'm, we're going to cut it right here, but in the whole basics of what it is, what systematic precedent is, is basically this institution that is implemented to keep you down under an iron thumb as much as possible with every constraint that you can possibly ever imagine, whether it's financial, whether it's religion, whether it's like w- whatever the construct is, they're keeping you oppressed because they need you to make them money. Yep. Is that a
1: prime example? How again he said, the rich stay rich, the poor stay poor. You think the rich go out and buy these brand new drawers that came out? Nope. They take that money, invest it, make more money. We take our money. By the the nicest thing we can see, the show offered people then two months down the line, our pockets are broken now. We're behind on bills. bills. In reality, you should have caught up on bills. If you got some tax money, your tax money was like $5,000. Paid your rent off for a nice little month. Paid your bills off for a nice little month. Whatever had left, you could have did whatever. You could have put it in stock because a lot of people don't want to do one. I just, told, I just realized this. 401K is a good thing to invest in. If you've been at your job for five years and you don't want to quit, or if you love your job and you don't see yourself going anywhere and they love you, invest in that 401K. Start putting money in that 401K because that shit adds up over time. If you put $5 a month, $10 a month, $20, no matter how much you put in, because especially if you're still young, you're going to some jobs especially you would fifteen, in, invest in that 401K. And when you retire... Retire with a nice little amount because it builds up over time. You might say, Oh, $20 not the money, I'm not. Say, for instance, you retired at 65, you're 15, you, you've been in some job five years. Um, you've been in some job for 10 years since you was what 18, you're 28 now. If you invest from the time that you started on up to now, that's 365 days times 10 and multiply that number. By that $20, you see how much you got it?
0: You see how much you got? I mean, that is, that is true. And then it also breaks down into the, the mentality of uh, the poor. They have to basically flex as if they're rich to other poor people to make themselves feel more important. So it's all a, a seek for validation. You know, it's all a, a ploy just to get validation from other people. So for example so to piggyback off your example everybody and their mother had got their taxes back last friday so and it's the eighth none of those people who got their taxes back last friday actually have any money today
1: me for prime example but i did something good with
0: my money well i mean you're you're, you're see because you're trying because to school, right i need
1: my a laptop for school and i took a nice little amount of that money i spent cash on food to put in my house for a nice little minute. I'm like, let me put some food in my house because my refrigerator was looking bare and I gave my auntie a nice little amount. I'm not saying how much I got because I'm not discussing it.
0: Right, you never discuss finances.
1: <laughs> I give her a nice little amount to stay here. She says, this is you. You do what you do with that. And I put some food in that household and You know, if people see you got money, they want to try to get your money. Like, no, that was not going to happen. I'm not saying who I was with; that was with shopping. But you, you had a sense that they was trying to get some type of money out of me to to buy some edibles.
0: Uh, Ah, see.
1: I I don't really, I don't necessarily have. Hmm. I don't necessarily do drugs. I don't smoke weed anymore. I quit that some years ago because I was struggling to find a job, and all I wanted to do was smoke weed and. You know, people kept telling me you got to stop smoking. You got to stop smoking. I didn't want to listen. I mean, I was great. When I got my first job, I was still smoking from time to time. And but it took a little bit after that. You know, I realized like, you know what? I'm done. I stopped
0: smoking. Hey, this is the mind of conscious black man right here. Um, but again, I'm a, we gonna cut it right here. And was at the 45 minute mark, and we've been talking. I got to oh, yeah. actually go do this business. <laughs> I got, yeah, yeah you know, I gotta go I'm make like, this run like Oh yeah, so like I'm gonna bet we definitely gonna be back on it probably whenever he's free, I'm be recording some uh audio for I'm free for the
1: next four days. I don't have work and, and it's the weekend coming up. I might try to shoot to go see a new my captain Marvel. I don't
0: know. Uh, i'm hey, my,
1: relax, bit
0: of cash. I mean my brother I actually have a little bit of cash left over from paying this making this little payment I got. So, I mean, I'll, I'll be able to shoot by and, you know, we go out to the galley or what, or what have you, you, know, hit the whoopty boo, you know what I'm saying? Um, well, I mean, you got my
1: number, you got my Facebook. Text me, see what I'm doing. Yes, sir, yes, I sir. I might have, have shit to get my brother, so I might end
0: up paying his way right if you're my paying mine. Hey, man, we'll work it out somehow. But uh, I'm going to definitely be uploading this. I'm going to give him the clip. I'm going to give him this audio, and I'm going to upload it to my YouTube channel. I'm going to give you the name of it. It's Black Little Mac on YouTube, at Black Little Mac on Twitter, and I'll make sure to leave all the links in the description of this video. So if you really, really enjoyed this, and I'm not even to try to promote stuff, but if you really enjoyed this, go ahead and head over to that channel. We talk, like, this is something we thoroughly talk about. Either it's me by myself or I have a group of people, one other person spitballing ideas just like this. So, and with that being said, we up out of here, man. All
1: right, man.